pages, combos. We gon' show you how the world goes. Ags, combos. We gon' show you how the world goes. Ags, combos. We gon' show you how the world goes. Take a look at the world we living in. It's falling apart. Wanna put the glass muscle and guns, but don't show hard. Time to spark a conversation. Let that be a lesson. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to AG's Convos, back here in the PCB studio with me, AG, and Mr. Kenny Schmidt. What up, Doe? What's happening, bro? Yes, sir. I'm back, baby, and I'm kind of under the weather a little yeah, bit, but it ain't man. nothing going to stop me. I'm still working. Can't nothing stop us, man. Yeah, man. We got to keep moving. We got to keep moving. It's a late night, too. I'm I'm, I'm a little late. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Nigga, they can show it up an hour late. I'm like, nigga, uh, you know I got to go to work in the morning. I know, right? bro. I know. But, but I ain't even got to go to work tomorrow because I'm off, but I got to take Tia to get her driving thing. And this, oh, she and getting her, that tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow at 8 o'clock in the morning. So she I'm taking like, a test? Yeah, she's taking a test tomorrow. Uh, but she, she raw as hell with the mobility now. <laughs> what changed? <laughs> Practice, yeah, it just it. was a lot of practice. Like, that's her it. first three days was like, mm, she might not never get this, <laughs> but then after the fourth day, she had a great run. Like, I could say probably like 80 85 percent, she was just getting it, mm. and then the other 15 20 percent, she was knocking cones everywhere. But, <laughs> um, shit, for our past three days because we've been doing it for the past three days after i get off work and she she's been nailing that shit like she's still kind of uh shaky Learning. she'll she'll yeah. touch she'll touch some some cones but not knock right. them over or sometimes she <clears throat> might run over a cone because she kind of started overthinking it again right and i was like babe you know you only got to do this one time it's right. only a one-time thing back forward and back and then it's over with I know we're doing it a million times right now, so of course you're going to kind of overthink it every now right. and then and be like, oh, shit, I fucked up. And so much of it is muscle memory and just Yeah, I just told her, anyway. I tell her fast hands, fast hands, <laughs> right? fast hands, you know what I'm saying? It's slow just, speed, fast hands. Your feet slow, your hands moving fast, you're right. going to make it through every time. And when I say that, she make it through every time. And uh, then uh, yesterday, after we got done, Okay, we in the parking lot in Severance, but then I went, took her over where a whole bunch of cars was parked, and I was like, all right, I'm about to do something for you right now. All right, I want you to pull between these two cars right here. So she pulled between these two cars, and I was like, all right, now it's a parking space right over there. I need you to pull over there in that parking spot right there. So she pulled over there in that parking spot. It's just like maneuverability. Then when she parked, I'm like, now bag up and get back into the other parking spot <laughs> between those two cars. Right. And she did it. And I was That's like, this is maneuverability. This is what they're trying to teach you right. without the cones, though. I always told her that act like these cones is cars. Right. And if you hit one of them, you hit in a the car. But then I took her through a car and was like, listen, 
you hit these cars, niggas. <laughs> it's right. over we, with. We done. <laughs> but she actually made it through the through the thing. I was like, I think you're ready now. But we're going to still practice, but I think you're ready to take the test. Yeah. So tomorrow's her day, and if she get her license, then uh, that's going to take a lot off of me. Hell yeah. You can actually <laughs> sleep until 6. I'll be like, here, go ahead and take the car. I'm not driving you nowhere. Right. That's funny. <laughs> That's what's up, though, man. Yeah, that's so, good news. That's good news. Yeah, so that's what I've been doing all week, really just uh, taking her out driving and uh, trying to get her. And, you know, she's 33 years old, so right. somebody who's 33 just starting to even think about getting their license, you right. know what I'm saying? It's like uh, they kind of stuck in their ways and how they do things. Right. I mean, <laughs> I remember going through driving drills with my mother when I had my license. I got my license before my mother got hers. That's how I got my license so young. Wow. Because I was the only licensed person in the house. Wow. So I got my license before I turned 15. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, and but back then there was a, there was like a, um, I guess you call it like a, an exemption to the age rule. Mm. I was able to take driving classes at 14. Okay. So as long as you went through the, the classes. I had to go through the classes just like anybody else yeah. did. But because there was no other licensed driver in the house, my mother could sign a waiver sign for off me and to say, get. Yeah, let me. And by that point, I had been driving for years anyway. So mm -hmm. it wasn't a matter of me not knowing how to do it. But once I got it and I'm like, okay, cool, I got my license. And then she wanted me to take her here, take her there, take her. I'm like, Ma, you got to get your license. Get your, I, I've <laughs> never seen you your out. mama drive nowhere. Yeah, you, we. that's a whole, whole different conversation. I've we, never seen your mama you drive. You won't. <laughs> Ever <laughs> like get in nobody car and right. pull it anywhere. No. She can't. She's she's she figured it out. Some shit went down. We, like I said, that's another episode. You want you want to know you want to know a real backstory, man. Oh man. Oh man. That's the one to know. It is all based on some shit, man. That started my senior year. Wow. Yeah, but that's mm. a whole that's a different conversation. Yeah, that, it's just weird. Like, cause my my auntie, she didn't get her her license till she was like, I think like. Almost fifty, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like she, and when she got him, she didn't even get on the freeway. She drove the streets everywhere. I was yeah. like, Auntie, you don't even get on the freeway. She's like, Nah, I take the streets everywhere I need to go. Right. Yeah. My mother probably was forty five, somewhere between forty five and forty seven, forty eight mm. when she got hers finally. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 serious. I but that, see it. you know, I them old see schools, doing that though. No, nah, but them older older generation. Yeah, they yeah. took the bus. They, they took were the cool bus with everywhere. It. They yeah. didn't think anything of it, you know. Yeah. So having a car was a luxury, you know. What I mean, yeah. that she you didn't couldn't really afford it, the... and you'd be like, "Dude, yeah. I can't afford a car, gas, and trying to keep that boy maintenance and all that shit." No, I'm that's straight. Just, that's all extra for them, you know. Yeah. Especially when you're taking care of three grown ass boys. Nigga, we was thinking about driving at 13, 14. Like, nigga, I need to get a car. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been driving for so long. I'm yeah. ready to I got mine when I was 16. My yeah. mom put me in driver school and was like, all right, you want your license? Go ahead. Yeah, I took driving school at Sears and Randall. That took mine. That's why I took mine at. At Sears and Randall. And they were yeah. good, though. They're, yeah, I mean, yeah, I like, they, they taught the shit out of you in right. that school, though. Like, right. To this day, like, I still use those same techniques. Yeah. I taught them to her and. Uh, kind of gave her the same kind of lessons I was getting. I mean, mm -hmm. she didn't get it like I got it because, of course, it was schooling and I'm not a teacher. Right, right. But I was just telling her some of the techniques. But I was like, do what makes it comfortable for you. You have to, right. And she found what made it comfortable for her. And I was like, all right, well, as long as you're getting through them cones, you get five. I looked it up. You get five points deducted every time you touch a cone. Right. But if you knock it over, it's over with. Right. So I was like, you can touch them. But don't touch a lot because you got to have, I think it's 75, 75 points to pass. Right. So, 
Yeah, and like when I did it with my, I mean, I've taught quite a few people how to drive, but the key is to remember the machine does all the work. It's like any other machine. It's, it's like golfing. Yeah. You know what I mean? You think I got to use a stick, almost like a baseball bat, to hit a ball somewhere. No, the club is doing all the Everything. work. That's all why you got angles, is... and you got different materials, and you got different, yeah. all of these, it all is all built on just your motion, just your control yeah, of the machine. The control. Like, dude, it's, you can go through it as slow as you want to or as fast as you want to. Right. But the key is to go slow because if you go fast, you fuck around and hit that cone. You don't. <laughs> right. but yeah, it was, it's been a dope little week with her, though. But That's cool. We we made it through. Tomorrow is the judgment day. I right. told her, today I'm like, private. Tomorrow's <laughs> the day, private. <laughs> I'm your sergeant now. You I can't say nothing tomorrow now. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I think, like I said, I think they're still doing them in the parking lot. Okay, yeah, because so. she's going out to Mayfield. So, yes, I it, yeah, they, they, st- had, they had a tracking or a little course in the back. In the back at of the, one uh, point, I don't yeah. know if it's still there, but yeah, they, I mean, they don't want these um, um, backup cameras. No, these instructors in the cars because of COVID. Mm. So we could just stand back and watch you do what needs to be done. They got a little course, you know, the stop sign, the brakes, the cones are set up. You know, yeah. the crosswalk, making sure you don't cross over into it, trying to hit the stop sign, making sure you're lined up. Yeah. It's pretty simple. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's, it's and you, there's be... no real world like, you know, accidents. You got to worry about potholes, none. cones, construction, none of that. You just driving through, driving the parking lot, yeah. and that's it. Which she's been doing anyway. Just driving in the parking lot, and she's right. been driving on the streets amongst cars, so she's good on driving. Yeah, it's just them, them goddamn. When them cones come into place, she's like, I can't see it. I'm like, who fault is that? Use your mirrors. Your mirrors right. are there for, for a reason. A reason right? <laughs> That's Turn them bitches down towards the cones. Let them see the cones then right. if, you, if you need them, if you got to see it. Right. So, yeah, she going to get, I think she going to pass in. She'll she be do. Right. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah, congratulations. She's talking about don't tell nobody I got my license either. I want to be, I want it to be Incom- a surprise for everybody. <laughs> like when I just pull up. Right. And I'm like, all right. Of course I didn't told a few people. Yeah. And she like, I hope you ain't told nobody. I'm like, no, I ain't told nobody. No, I didn't told a few people. Like, yeah, Tia getting her ass, nigga. Right. And we gonna be good. That's cool. Yeah, man. That's cool. Well, yeah, it's been a it's been an interesting week, man. I um, there's a lot going on over at the building. I already you know, know it. Is. You know, I'm in like straight grind mode. Like, okay, we coming to the end of the first full calendar year. When I look at where I was at in January, and all I had was an EIN number. Yeah. And a dream. And, and like a dream. this idea. And we was conversating and just we about was talk- Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was like, I don't even know if this is real. Because it was probably about a year ago right now when I put that post up. Yeah. yeah you know I mean, yeah. asking how we wanted to move forward. And it still took a couple of weeks before I even started putting my process in place and then mm-hmm. putting our process in place and all that shit, man. But, man, a year later, it's like, wow. It, it really does take a couple of years to kind of get everything yeah. set I up. Seen, I seen the review. I seen the one review you posted. Of what? Somebody reviewed, said that they, they talked to you and, and... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, that was a great review. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, they didn't got a piece of Arthur. I already right. know they good. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was important, man, because, you know, I'm I'm trying to get new clients for the coaching shit. Yeah. And, you know, this one I was talking to was like, you know, I'd really like to know how other people are responding to your input. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, listen to the podcast. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. can hear people's thoughts you can you know at least understand how i work and she was like yeah but do you got any 
clients that would be willing to speak to your situation. I was like, it's got to relate to yours, though, I would think, in order to be relevant. So we started talking, and she started telling me a little bit about herself. And I was like, ah, I got a few people that might give me, give you some insight, you know, because these are personal stories. Personal, You know right. what I mean? So I put it out there, and I asked one individual, I was like, would you mind just writing a review about your situation? Because this individual is kind of coming right, through right, a lifestyle right, right. change, and she wants to know if I'm— if I'm right capable yeah. of getting her to where she wants to be. And she saw that message. She was like, oh, like, yeah. I, th- that that's like my story. Yeah. That's exactly what I need. But I never thought that I would actually find it in somebody. So, you know, it's so far so good. You know yeah. what I mean? That's it's, always good, man. I, I, I already know whatever you put your hands in is going to jump. I, it's just a matter of time. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I appreciate that. And that's. That's what I, I have to believe that in order to keep yeah, going. I otherwise, it. it's like, well, shit, I might as well go back and get me in. I am, I am a believer, dude. I'm, I <laughs> believe people. It's still people that still don't believe in you, and I'll be like, nigga, and they ain't got nothing to do with you or anything that you're doing. Right. It's just that they just be yeah, like it's pessimistic. Uh, I, I don't know, man. Some people be just trying to use you to get. Nah, it ain't that, bro. Right. It's something totally different, y'all. <laughs> right. What y'all doing and what? I'm embarking on, it's going to be two different things when y'all see the ending product. Right. And I already know it. And it's always funny when people are judgmental about something they don't even know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Because nine times out of ten, the people you're talking about haven't actually sat down and had a conversation. No, they you. haven't. Right. And so. if they did have a conversation with you, is they took that, they took away, what they took away from that conversation was you're trying to. Uh, use them to get where you need to be. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, how's, how's somebody going to try to use you? You ain't even got it for you real. You ain't got shit. You I ain't, ain't got it. I ain't talked to nobody that you're familiar with yeah. that is even attempting to have what I've already got, let alone trying to go where I'm trying to go. No, I, you know I, I know mean? it. Because there's no value. Why, why would I offer somebody something they already have? Right. It's Why like, would dude, I take something from somebody that I don't even need from them? I don't. I, need I don't need you. Your, right. I don't need. No, I don't need you. I'm trying to to get to where I'm trying to go into something that's right. going to be big. But we can do something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. and you know, I I know there are a few people that yeah. we have both talked to yeah, that yeah. were just. I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, and and those people, <clears throat> I I'd be like, I, I don't comment on a lot of things. Yeah, it say. don't matter. It's like, dude. At the end of the day, I just I look at them and I'll be like, hmm. Okay. Right. It it is what it is. I mean, I don't know. You know what's funny, man? It's always <laughs> funny. It's always funny how this shit works. What's today's topic? I don't even fucking know. Ain't got the slightest. You never know. You I don't want to never know. know. Unless there's a guest here, you kind of get. Or unless I tune into an Instagram or Facebook post, and I'll every so often I'll find kinda, it. And I'll, I'll be like, he, oh, that's right. what he's talking about today. Right. When it's R. Kelly, you kind of have to throw that out. <laughs> you got to prepare motherfuckers for that conversation. Prepare like, niggas Trust for me R. Kelly, when I right. tell you, I done got some feedback on that episode. But it's, it's crazy. It's been, you know, it's been rather supportive. I got a, I got a message, somebody, because people are chiming in now, and they're leaving me messages on Anchor. And okay. I got a message that was like, you know, it was very brave of you and Ken to take on that topic. And it needed to be addressed from yeah. a male's perspective. Yeah. Of somebody that's not necessarily uh, um, endorsing what he did, no, but understands, you know, the ramifications 
yeah. from his perspective, because mm-hmm. we know what a black man is going to deal with based on the things he's been charged with and now, you know, convicted for. Yes. And it's it's a serious situation, but there's more to the story. There's more to the impact. There's more to the influence. And while everybody might say, fuck him, he deserves it. There's more to it than that. You know what I mean? There's so much more to it than that. And that's why I say this isn't a referendum on whether or not he was right or wrong. This is just an about understanding what people go through. Yeah. And, you know, it just it prompted a few different responses, some of which are pretty colorful. Um, <laughs> but I got another one. And I actually had a, I, there was supposed to be somebody there was somebody I had to ask if they could call in because they wanted to talk about this topic. OK. Um, another uh, client that's in Massachusetts, I think. Yeah, Massachusetts right now. And uh, she was like, you know, I really want to discuss just people being accepted. Mm. for who they are, regardless of what you might think of them, regardless of how controversial their decision about who they want to be might be, because she lives a, I wouldn't say an alternative lifestyle, but it's not traditional. That's for damn sure. Mm -hmm. You know, because there's a lot of people that get into things that we know about and we talk about, but we don't necessarily embrace. Mm -hmm. So I was like, cool, we can come on. We could talk about it. And I think at the last minute, some things came up. She just couldn't make it happen or yeah. Got cold, whatever situation is. But coincidentally, I get a post, a, 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 a message on Anchor with a guy saying the same thing. He was like, you know, I don't know if you've ever touched on this before, but I really like to hear you talk about. He, he was like, I really like to know what you think. And I really need to hear you discuss the topic of people just accepting themselves for who they are. Right. Without worrying about what everybody else think. Mm-hmm. Because. You know, and I could tell he was younger, um, maybe late teens. I'm not sure. Um, but I could tell that he had been going through some things and he's trying to deal with some identity issues. And he's he's frustrated by this idea that if people don't associate with me, then I'm kind of the outcast. And I don't right. necessarily want to be seen that way. But how much stock should I put into trying to be what everybody else want me to be? So when you telling me about these conversations you have, and it's like, why would anybody expect me to be who they think I should be? Right. And so that's kind of what the topic of today was going to be. And you already brought the shit up. Man. Man, Unintentionally. I, I, we, but we, we intuitive. Yeah. It's, it's, um, but it's, 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 it's just, you know, it's, it's one of those scenarios. It's one of those topics where it's so uncomfortable for people to really embrace themselves when they're constantly being judged and measured by everybody else understanding of who they think they are mm-hmm. or who they see themselves as. Because the fact of the matter is, and I guess this is where it all kind of comes to a head, right? We're gonna, again, we're going to start where the issue lies. The issue lies in the fact that regardless of what's going on inside of you, nobody knows. Mm-hmm. The only thing a person will ever, ever, ever measure you by is what you exhaust, what you what you present to them, mm-hmm. right? You can present yourself as being straight and actually be gay, mm-hmm. but nobody will know you're gay except for the person that you're gay with. Right? You can present yourself as gay and actually be straight. And according to the latest news stories, Lil Nas X did both. I, right? I did All of a sudden, that. he got a girlfriend. Like, oh, I was just fucking around. I ain't really gay. Well, that's not true. 
Yeah. Can't be true. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You can't go on national TV and suck face with a dude and say you're not gay. You are gay. Which is fine. <laughs> Which is fine. Why don't but run from there's, it? There's it is no, what it is. I mean, bisexual, whatever you want to call it, you're both, and that's fine with everybody. Now, I don't see, care. there's an issue there for fine. me. To me. And this might piss off some people, but I don't really care. I think a woman can be bisexual. But a man can't? I don't think a man can be bisexual. And yeah, because in our in our eyes, it's like once you cross that line, it's You're over gay. with. It's right. oh, You can't go back and forth and say, I'm bi. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you can't appreciate both sides of the coin. Yeah. But once you've played both sides once of the you coin, did that. you're still... It's like the one drop rule, I guess. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you've done it, you've done it. You know it's, what I mean? Once uh, you've taken it, like, you even can't if you give only it back. did it once, it's like, dude, you're gay. <laughs> well, I mean, you had to enjoy it. Yeah. You know? So there's some people that take it because they're forced to take it. Yeah. I'm sure. You yeah. know what I mean? On some jail shit. Or On some, some jail shit. Yeah. I mean, and, and you or know, some, or some hood shit. They <clears throat> somebody into that wrong place at the wrong time. Somebody. You know what I mean? I think anybody that gets raped. Yeah is not forced to be associated with that situation. That situation, right. You know, but again, that's how I see it. Mm -hmm. You could see it completely different. Somebody else could see it completely different. The question is, you the individual that's being measured, that's being judged in this capacity, if you allow everybody else's interpretation of who you are to dictate how you live your life, you're kind of fucked. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And one of the reasons I wanted to bring this up is because of the topic we talked about last week, which you guys talked about again on the GB7 podcast. It was the Dave Chappelle situation. Oh, yeah. yeah. I am a Dave Chappelle I, I know soldier. You, yeah. you know what I mean? That's my dude. Yeah. And the fact that he's being chastised because of this transphobia, it's it's the most it's the most absurd misinterpretation of what he did. Yeah, he he I still haven't watched it. Mm -hmm. And people and Dave crucified me for not watching it. But at the end of the day, from what I got from it from all the Facebook posts and the Instagram posts, um Dave Chappelle always comes at a situation in a way that everybody can understand it. Right. Regardless if it's funny or not. You right. know what I'm saying? Like Dude, I'm just going to come at it how I want to come at it. The, the way that he came into the game, came back into the game, mm -hmm. is he came back into the game as like, all right, when I come back, no ain't, 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 ain't no way you're going to cancel me. Right. I own everything I've got. Right. Ain't no way you can cancel me. You can try to kick me off of anything. I'm still going to make money off a show. I don't, I'm, you can't cancel me. Right. You know what I'm saying? He even said it. If this is counsel, if this is how it feels to be counseled, right, I, I am loving it. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? This is the best thing ever. <laughs> and to the point where you even got a, a big company like Netflix backing you right. for your the way that you presented your it. Because you presented it in a way where <clears throat> it's basically yeah. like they saying, if you say anything about that community, you're gone. Right. You know what I'm saying? But... I can talk about white people. I can talk about black people. I can talk about Chinese people. I can talk about any other people, but gay people is off limits. Right. How can What's you be that, that biased right. like that? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and even a transgender woman came, transgender came out and said, Dave Chappelle is not 
gay people are not off limits for jokes. So this kind of goes to the issue, the core of the episode. Now, keep in mind, this is the closer. Right. right. It is the last of the series that he has. That he has He's Netflix. closing the game. Yeah. He's like, okay, so I've tried my best. To not say too much. Well, no, to, to be my best. Right. To offend for the sake of education. Right. 846, which was 923, but he didn't know that at the time. Nobody did. We were told 846. Um, uh, unapologetic. All of these shows he did, he was basically just laying it all out there. Yeah. But in every instance, he touched on the issue of transphobia, gay, gender bias, whatever. Because he's been labeled this anti, you know, acceptor of alternative lifestyles, right. sexualities. And he was like, okay, so I'm going to have to just put it out there. Mm -hmm. Because people aren't paying attention to what I'm saying. So I'm going to just lay all the cards on the table. So when we went and saw him, remember I saw him earlier this yeah, year. Yeah, I seen it, yeah. The very, very, very last um, farm concert he did. He did it at home in mm -hmm. Yellow Springs, Ohio. I went to it, loved every second of it. He told this exact same story, but he told it with a ton of detail. Mm. And when he told it, when he told it again on the special. the special, he told it with most of the detail, but you can tell that they either edited it out or he just didn't go back to that point. But he was he was he was determined to drive home the main point of this show. So you haven't seen it, and it mm. don't matter if you hear it from me or if you hear it from no, him, I, but we I, gotta I... talk about exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. Okay. He had a situation where he had a show in San Francisco, mm -hmm. right? He was supposed to be doing this show. Um he went to do this show, he said this this guy kind of like it was a weird show right but he ends up getting into this show and there was a transgender woman sitting in the audience and she laughed at literally every joke he said even about transgender people even about gay people she laughed at all of it and every time he went back she was there she she would follow him around she being a transgender woman mm -hmm. so at some point he, in, he was introduced to her, and she said she wanted to be a comedian. He had inspired her to be a comedian. And he was like, all right, cool, you know, nice to meet you. Have a nice day, whatever. But every time he went back, she, he would bump into her. She would be at his shows. So there was a situation where he was supposed to do a show, and he couldn't, or somebody else was supposed to do a show, and they couldn't come. So he reaches out to her and say, hey, you know, this your shining moment. This your, this your chance. <laughs> Would you like to do this show? And of course, she like hell yeah. He said she showed up dressed to the nines. He said I, I'm I'm doing this show. It's my show. I called her basically at the last minute, and she showed up like she was coming in for a job interview for CEO. Mm -hmm. She was ready to perform. She got on stage and she did her set, and he said she bombed. Wow, horribly. Mm. It was. He said it was the worst set he had ever seen anybody endure. And you can tell from the audience, they weren't feeling it. So she get off stage, he gets on stage, he does his thing. He's Dave, everybody's enjoying his show. He says, once he gets on stage, she comes out, she sits in the front row like she always does. And she's enjoying the show yes, like she always does. Yes. And he said, it, he thought to himself like, it takes a brave motherfucker to go through all the shit she just went through and, and still, still come, come out, out in front of the same people 
acting like that shit never happened. So he had a real like appreciation and respect for her. And he said after the show, she came back to the dressing room. They were all kind of sitting around and chatting or whatever. And he just started, you know, ragging on her about what happened. But he said all of a sudden she started like cracking jokes back. And he said it was one of the funniest things I'd ever experienced. Wow. She just weren't. She wasn't in her element in that space. Yeah. But he said she was genuinely a funny person. Funniest shit. Right. Right. So fast forward a little bit, people are giving Dave a hard time about his whole transphobia situation. And he said, my friend took it upon herself to defend me to her community and said, look, it don't it don't matter how you think you see this guy. That's not who he is. And I am wanting you and I am speaking on his behalf. Right. He said, I do not hate transgender people for being transgender. He said, I hate transgender people for the way they responded to her mm-hmm. for standing up to me to the point where she killed herself mm-hmm. because of what her own people thought about her. Mm-hmm. He said, fuck that whole community. Yeah. Not because they're transgender. They ain't got nothing to do yeah. with it. It's, it's because this was people. one of your own. Yeah. And you literally drove her to kill herself. So right now. And he said, anybody that paid attention to this so story. So she killed herself? She killed herself. She committed oh, suicide. Wow. Dude, the whole, wait till you watch it. The whole audience gasps when they hear it. When we were there, people literally started shedding tears. He was like, they caused my friend to kill herself. Wow. And they say, I'm bad? When I put her on stage? Mm. When I gave her her shot? When she became a sensation based on me supporting her? Mm. And y'all turned that into vitriol to the point where she killed herself. And she had a daughter. Mm. He said, I put a trust fund in her daughter's name. Her daughter, cool. Mm. She ain't got nothing to worry about. But the fact that y'all let that happen to her, that y'all drove her to that point. Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. Yeah. I I ain't got no problem with transgender people. I got a problem with y'all for doing that to one of your own. Mm -hmm. And anybody that really pays attention to the entirety of the story they understand that's not his issue. No. He said it thousands of times. I don't hate anybody. I just like me more. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I just like me more. I just more. like me more. Right. You know what I mean? I don't I don't hate white people. I just hate the way certain white people treat black people. Right. And it don't matter who you are, if you are if I'm referring to white people in their capacity to do bad things. And you decide to affix yourself to that group, well, then you belong there. You belong there, right. That ain't got nothing to do with me. If you're not part of that group, you wouldn't even take offense to it. Right. And he says it all the time. He's like, I know plenty of niggas that I just would never associate with. Mm-hmm. But I'm still one. But that don't mean that every time you talk about what they're doing, you're talking about me. Mm-hmm. So it don't register that way for him. You know, and for, for, for him to go through all of that effort, to harp on that community intentionally, but not because he has an issue with that community. He just has an issue with the way right now they're still doing it. They're Mm -hmm. still attacking him. Now they're attacking their own employer. You heard about the lady, obviously. Did you hear about that? Yeah. And that's kind of how this all started. These two transgender employees at Netflix, right? They just walk into a fucking board meet, uh, meeting talking about how pissed off they are with Dave Chappelle. They got suspended. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, Netflix is quieting the transgender community. Fuck, you don't just walk into somebody's boardroom because you decided to trans your gender. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are? And why do you think they're supposed to just take him off the air? Because you said so. Right. Well, he really ain't done shit that he, you should even be, you should support what he's doing. Right. You should be just as frustrated because that could have been any of y'all, any any comedian that Anybody identifies as transgender that he gave a chance to could have did the exact same thing because what? His own community downed him. Right. What the hell? He's the bad guy. That's that. It, you just put it. I, I don't even got to watch it now. No, you do because that wasn't. <laughs> no, I'm gonna watch. That was a build up to that. I'm just saying. That's no, literally the last. But story I'm just he saying told. though. But at the end of the day, it's like, dude, nobody explained it like that. You know right. what I'm saying? Like even Dave didn't explain it like that. I mean, he kind of explained it, but it was like, uh, well, I'll watch it one day and I'll get it myself. But you just explained it all the way to the T for me, and I I've get seen it, it now. twice. I've seen it. I, I watched him tell it in person. His eyes well up every time he brings up this lady's name. Mm-hmm. You can see it. You could tell it still affects him. I mean, and it made him, it made him more sad than angry. But you know how men are. When we get sad, we get angry. We get angry, yeah. So, but you could tell it was the sadness in the story because as he's telling this story, he's building up this character that nobody's expected to like. It's a transgender woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He like, I see adult apples and titties. You know, it's just weird, but... She's digging the show. And to me, a fan is a fan. A I don't fan care what you got between your legs no. or what you had between your legs. No. Right. Or what you hide. Be- none of that matters <laughs> to me. That. You know what I mean? What matters to me is that I'm putting on the show for people and that they can show me they're enjoying it. And nobody put it out there like she did to him. Yeah, that that was an amazing story. And how he told it. I don't see how I see why Netflix is backing him. And Hell saying, yeah, of course. With, right. I'm we're not canceling Dave Chappelle or taking his show down. And then you got this weird ass group, Black Coalition. They always make up a crazy ass group right. to say, "All right, we calling for Dave Chappelle to get took down off Netflix." Who are you? Right. <laughs> right. Show your face, please. Right. Because this can be a whole bunch of white people just talking about Black Coalition, and you just like, all right. I, I don't trust none of that, so don't put no group on it. Put right. a face with it. Dude. Glad is doing it. Yeah. Every, everybody, dude. Everybody associated with the homosexual, the LGBTQ plus community or LGBT, whatever, whatever. That means yeah. it, it's up there now. Yeah. They keep adding to the acronym. Yeah. But I just think that they're they're they they're protecting that more than they protecting anything in this country. And that's exactly what he was that's why he brought up the baby. Remember I brought that up last week. It's yeah. like damn, the baby killed somebody in Walmart. Mm. In Walmart. He killed a black man in Walmart. And ain't lost no credit. Ain't lost no business. No, they justified it. Move on with your day. You got enough money and enough lawyers to make that go away. Yeah. But he makes one comment about the LGBT community and y'all ready to completely disown this dude. Uh, it's over with. Now you you cross crossed the, the line. You crossed the line. But taking a life, like, like, like he said, you see where I'm going with this? Like, do y'all, am I the only person paying and attention? Not, and, and he wasn't, no disrespect to, little, to the baby and nobody. It's just like, dude. 
y'all are doing things as backwards, though. Right. Like, dude, y'all taking up for a group of people who, I, I mean, nowadays we give them, they used to be in the closet. Now they're right. out of the closet. Right. And everybody is, like, proud to be. That's great. I don't care. Right. But You do you. To protect them like they're the know-all and say-all of everything, like, it, it's like they're trying to push that agenda on everything. Like, if you gay, you're good. Dude, you see the new Superman? <laughs> yes. Superman's son. Son, John. Right. Is bisexual now, or however they want to say yeah. it. That's crazy. Now, so the writer of this new story is from Australia. Mm. Okay, let's put that out there. I can okay. only imagine what that boardroom was like. Like, let's make him bisexual. <laughs> this is personal to me. Okay. Not because I'm bisexual, but because I am Superman's biggest fan. And, uh, we all are. I don't care. You could put every comic book in the world. You could put every comic character ever created on a stage, and I'm going to take Superman ass and put him on the other side of the room. Yep. Don't group him with none of these motherfuckers. Yeah. And I'm going to put the hawk halfway in between. Them. Right. Because you can't fuck with him. Yeah, either. he's hard. Okay? Yeah, right. hard shit only. <laughs> all the rest of the motherfuckers, Marvel, DC, I don't care what group you with. Yeah. Y'all all one big fucking colorful rainbow of superpowers. Yeah. The Superman. These two motherfuckers are different. And, hawk. and he ain't fucking with Superman. <laughs> and he ain't fucking with Superman. They fought. They fought all day long because neither one of them could die. But we're not talking about comic books right now. Yeah. We're talking about the fact that not only is Superman the epitome of Superheroes for Superheroes. me. He was born in Collinwood. Yeah. This is a Cleveland story. Yes. The oldest comic book character in America in history, in American history, as it relates to what we're talking about, is from Cleveland. And they want to take him and, and they just him take his son and be like, all right, well, he had a gay son now. I mean, and I get they're trying to make they're trying to appeal to a whole new audience. Yeah. But you don't have to change the character. But that, but you got to think about who is reading these comic books now. Right. These are kids. Right. What you mindset? Put, you're 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 put pushing that on kids now. Right. I mean, you got grown people who still read comic books, and mind you, they still into that. Right. But mostly, kids Guilty tap charge. into that. Absolutely. So you're trying to say that we're going to take the kid. They do that to the cartoons, too. Right. The cartoons are starting to have bisexual parents and bisexual this and, and, and Sitcoms. Gay. Yeah. It's just a thing. All of it. All of it. Things Any, that our children it. tap into. And if we know anything about history, all of, even us, all the TV shows we ever watched, they, they kind of raised us. Right. You know what I'm saying? Our Bill Cosby, the Cosby Show... Uh, Will family Smith, matters. All, family matters. Right. So if you're gonna put this stuff in the kids' ear now, then when they grow up, what they gonna say? Oh, this is just acceptable. Not saying but that here's it shouldn't the thing. be acceptable, right. but and, I'm just saying though, like, dude, this is the norm instead of it being how it was. Though. So here's the thing. Here, here's where I want to be very clear about terminology. Yeah. To me. It's not a matter of acceptability. Mm -hmm. It's not a matter of norm. It's not a matter of any of that. The problem is that when you instill an idea in a child's mind, it festers. Mm -hmm. And it creates a curious state. Yeah, curiosity. It's like, it's like having all the kids smoke cigarettes on TV and assuming that children 
aren't going to smoke cigarettes. Oh, yeah. We're going to try it. This, what, this is what I'm seeing on TV. I have no idea what the, what the ramifications of this is. But I had no interest in it before I saw it. I had no idea what it was meant to do to me before I saw it. But now that I've seen how tolerable, how acceptable, how normal it is, maybe I should be doing it too. I don't know. This goes back to or how even try it. Malibu the mind is at the age, at that youthful stage, at that adolescent stage. Yeah. You can really form between, I say it all the time, between five and 13, you can create a human. Yeah. Because before you're five, you don't care. And by the time you're 13, you've pretty much got an idea as to where you're headed. It's going to change. Mm-hmm. It's going to grow. It's going to manifest into something more But you're going to try some stuff. But the things that you have basically interpreted as being a part of the norm are going to be instilled in you by that point. So we're going to tell kids that it's, it's a part of the norm to be curious about your sexuality. Okay, so now you're saying it's my choice, mm-hmm. right? I can choose to be gay, straight, or bisexual. Well, no, you're born that way. Okay, so if I'm born that way, why do I need you to throw it in my face or to throw it in my child's face to uh, su- suggest that it's acceptable? Mm-hmm. Well, we don't want them to feel tarnished by it. So we let them know that the rest of the world is doing it too. Okay. But what if they never even thought, thought about, about it? it? Right. And when now you're putting this image. Of, it's no different than showing them porn. Yeah. You might as well show them porn. You might as well show them drug use. You might as well. Because, of course, it's not, just because I showed it to you doesn't make you that. Okay. Then why is, that, why is there any restrictions to TV? Right. Because they're going to eventually run into everything. Yeah, they're going to run into homosexuality and transgender, but they're going to run into drug use and abuse and, you know, rape. And they're going to run into everything. So why not just put every fucking thing on TV? And that, and that doesn't that doesn't take away from because that's one thing. That's the gay thing that they got going on. But right. then you also got music. Let's say let's let's talk about music and how music. Uh, steers kids in the wrong way. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like you got people, all they talk about is shooting guns, right? And 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 hitting licks and doing this and doing that. And they'll and then, say in a heartbeat that it's it's rap music that's that's poisoning the mind of inner city children. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's glorifying drug use. It's yeah. glorifying women abuse. It's glorifying sex. It's glorifying. Yeah. Crime. Okay, yeah. well, why isn't your cartoons and why isn't your TV shows glorifying curiosity and curiosity. sexuality? Yeah. And sexuality. Maybe I don't have any curiosity. Maybe yeah. I'm pretty certain that I want a girlfriend. Yeah. But now you're telling me that everybody that wants a girlfriend should try a boyfriend. Right. I have no interest in doing that. But now my friends are looking at me weird because I have no interest. In, well, everybody else is doing it. What, what's, what's your hope? And, and quiet as a kept the uh, the. The LBGT community are is very aggressive. Right. Tell very, them they can't do very, something. Very, very aggressive. I'm talking about even when you meet them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if if you get on a, into a one on one conversation and they really like you. Right. Oh, they, you mean yeah. They they, they are you. they are aggressive to try to come on to you. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And try to make you believe that this is all right. You right. know what I'm saying? Because they really like you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they be like, oh, you're just trying it once. Even if they just want to suck you off or something. I don't know what they want to do to right. you. But people have been enticed and seduced by gay people. Or threatened. Or threatened. Well, not necessarily you're going to do this 
whether you want to or not, but it's like, it's almost like a manipulation. Yeah. Why? You trying to say there's something wrong with it? No, I'm trying to say I'm not interested. How you know? You ain't done it yet. Because I know I'm not interested in it. I got a wife. I got a girlfriend. I'm cool. I've seen it. And when I was in college, that's some bullshit. I've seen it. I've seen it. College. And it it wasn't with the guys because the guys are kind of straightforward. Like, don't come over here. You know, you got your homophobics and all that. But with the girls, though. Yeah. Like you had we when I was in college, we had a whole basketball team full of girls that were gay. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But they were hoopers. Right. But it was a lot. They they were very, very aggressive when it came to trying to get on with girls, though. Right. And it came it came relevant to us guys that that was going on because we yeah. like, damn, we in competition with these girls, though. Right. I mean, if they get them in. They're the, making an argument. Right. They get them in a, a, a slumber party. It's then it, I don't know what's going to happen in that slumber party. <laughs> she might get ate out, get drunk and get ate out and don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like all that stuff is real. Absolutely. And, and, and it's like they they get aggressive because they know that's how they have to be in order to get what they want. Right. And kudos to you because men are aggressive too. Right. But I mean. But we're not trying to, we're not trying to convince you to do something that you've already determined. Yeah, and we know no means no. Right. No means no to us. But they'll fuck around and, and drug you and have you in there. But even if they don't drug, even if they don't, <laughs> even if they don't manipulate you in that sense. Yeah. Or even if they just had if a they challenge you to the point where you feel uncomfortable in your own skin. Yeah. Rejecting them like, damn, like I thought we was cool. I get I was I had no issue with you being gay. But why are you coming at me? like? Because it's like you you not accepting me for who I am when you tell me that you don't want to. Be a part of what I am. Mm-hmm. What the fuck does one have to do with the other? Yeah. They're, they're but if your mind isn't strong enough for you to say no means no, now you got to question your own sexuality, yeah. your own friendship. Like, damn, am I really a bad friend? Because I you don't... might really, really like this person as a friend or right. really, really love this person as a friend. Like, I love being around you. I love everything about you. We're kind of the same people. And then you start questioning, like, do I really like him, that person in that way? You know what I'm saying? Like, do right. I really want to be with this person now? Now that I'm thinking about it, I mean, they didn't put it in my head. They didn't like put that. this idea in my head, like, right? Like, damn. no, that was never my intention. That I was never, never my oh, intention. Why did I even, how did you go from that's my best friend to that that guy wants me? Yeah. What What is, what is that? You yeah. know what I mean? How, how are you creating this persona that I'm the bad guy because I don't want what you want? Mm-mm. But there's so many people that are trying so hard to be accepted, so hard to be appreciated, to be included, that they're allowing these these suggestive, you know, threats or ideas to fester into, well, maybe I need to think differently about how yeah. I approach my friends. Instead maybe I just, need to be more tolerable. Instead maybe of I just need to being accept. yourself. Yeah. Just being who you are and that this is who I am. Yeah, maybe maybe I should give it a shot. Just so he thinks, just so he knows that I'm I'm okay with it. I'll just give it a shot. And now you give it a shot, whatever the fuck that means. Or you at least tell him, all right, well, let's we can go back to your house. And then you get there and he whips the shit and you're like, Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. No thanks. Or you even try it and then what happens? You don't like it, and you'd be like, all right, I tried it with you. It was cool. And then— Or it wasn't. Don't like it. No and, thanks. And, and then and then they out you right after that. Immediately. They'd be like, oh, don't think that he's straight. 
Yeah, we did such and such. Da 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 da. Like, dude. Right. I thought we were friends. No. This is supposed to be like best you, friends, you turn, secret type shit. Right. You turn me down. <laughs> Whatever. You know, you, you, I liked you. Because there was a lot of that going on. Because I got a lot of gay friends. Like, yeah. when I was in college, I met a lot of gay people. Mm-hmm. They were cool people. I, 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 they were cool people. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. just, I, I never ragged them. I wasn't, I had no homophobe. One of my roommates were gay, was gay. So that's how I ended up getting into that community of gay people because he was gay and he was the coolest roommate I ever had. You know what right. I'm saying? Detroit dude, freshest ever, proudest. Just, he was a fat dude too, but he was just the coolest. Did hair, all that. You know what I'm saying? But he always had a whole bunch of chicks around him. So I was like, as long as you keep these chicks around, <laughs> we cool. Right. right. But he was gay. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he let me meet a lot of his gay friends, which they turned out to be very, very cool people. Mm-hmm. So I got a lot of gay friends when I was in college. And every a lot of people in, in my circle had a lot of gay friends because they hung around me. They knew that those gay people was going to be around. In our, we live on campus. Right. I know this person. You might as well accept it. Right. I, it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. You know what right. I'm saying? But... At the end of the day, like, dude, I've never really had no type of homophobic kind of... Actually, those are the greatest people to hang around. Well, I don't have a ton of experience around gay people. They're great, dude. They're like... I don't have a lot of gay friends. They they, they, they make you channel... It ain't even like... They, they make you channel your sensitive side without being judged. You know what I'm saying? I, you know how you yeah. have to be always hard around your, your boys? I'm hard, hard. But you're around some gay some gay dudes and they gay long as they ain't flamboyant I, I kind of got a problem with flamboyant gay people because right. it's like if you're trying to be a girl then I really don't want to really be around you like trying to be a girl right. but if you're a man and you're gay and that's fine but you channel into like the music that I might like you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. that my, my my guy friends might not listen to I got a few guy friends that never listen to R&B Dave never listened to R&B right. you know what I'm saying he be like I've never listened to R&B that's why he hate R. Kelly right. I'm like dude if you would have ever listened to R. Kelly back in the day you would have kind of different perspective Appreciation of, for it, of right. R. Kelly you know what I'm right. saying like cause you didn't grow up listening to him so you feel like canceling instantly Right. You know what I'm saying? What, his music, what, his no loss. everything. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, do you know how many people grew up on R. Kelly's music? You can't right. just cancel that guy. Right. You can cancel him, but you can't cancel his music, dude. Right. That music brought us right. up if you listen to R&B. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I, mean, I was it, an R&B guy. And, you know, I don't want to get too far off topic, but as much harm as the R. Kelly individual has done, He's probably done an equal amount of good for Ooh, the sake for the same in the same environment. Mm-hmm. He, you know, and I brought this song up one other time. He made a song called "One Man Can Make Can Make One Woman." Oh, one man can make one woman hate all men, mm-hmm. right? I don't know if that was the name of the song, but that was the hook to the song. One man can make one woman hate all men. Yeah, remember yeah, that song? Yeah, I remember. Because, and he was basically saying, I screwed you over as a man. And as a result, you'll never trust another man ever. Mm -hmm. So don't screw over anybody. Exactly. Because you are going to harm her chances of ever finding love. Mm -hmm. That was an important message to me. Yeah. Because at one point in time, I was a womanizer in the sense that I did what the fuck I wanted to do. 
whenever I felt like it and didn't care about hurting nobody's feelings. Right. But there did come a time when my rejection of a woman completely altered her character. Mm. And I used to think about it like, damn, you know, and I would see this individual and still single, still single, still single. You know, people would talk to her or whatever the situation was. Fuck men, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, damn, did I do that? You know what I mean? Because yeah. prior to that, she thought I was the greatest thing that ever happened. Yeah. And you she know what wasn't I mean? thinking that way. And she never she never got that way. Now, she eventually got married and had kids, which is great. Yeah. But it's like, okay, maybe through maturity, some of these things can be overcome. Yeah. But, but is the damage done already? But years and years of rejection and and telling just somebody. Doubt. You might you might have met your soulmate and told him go fuck yourself, right? Because <laughs> one man, yeah, because somebody broke my heart, broke my heart, and, and I don't I'm... ever want to go through that again. No. So, yes, how you treat people matter. I don't care what those individuals are are known for, are accused of, are suggesting. I don't care who you are. You have the power. Every human has the power to drastically affect somebody else. Mm -hmm. And when you start judging people based on what you believe, and again, I I swear I feel like I'm having the same episode from last week, but it's in a different context. Because this is about how we accept other people. Mm -hmm. But that all starts with what that individual is presenting to me. You are presenting something to me that you want me to measure you by. Mm Mm-hmm that you want me to identify you with. And if you're doing that strictly to be tolerable to the person you're talking about or to the environment you're in or to the space you're in or to the company you're keeping, and then when I see you somewhere else, it's different, somebody going to call you on your bullshit. Yeah, hell yeah. So you got to stay true to yourself regardless of what yourself is. And you got to be proud of yourself regardless of what yourself is. So, for instance, if, you know, you thought I was the greatest fucking business partner and Dave thought that I wasn't worth two cents and because I did things with you a certain way so I'm a okay so then when I get around Dave I'm gonna be like this and then when I get around Sim I'm gonna be like this because I know what Sim looking for Mm -hmm. and I know what Dave looking for and I know what Boosie looking for I don't know who I am anymore right because you you just different people I don't know who I am anymore everybody go get me the same way. The same way. Anybody that don't like me can fuck off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because when it's all said and done, the only thing I can be consistent about is who I am. Yeah. I can never be consistent about what I what I encounter because yeah. it's not under my control. Mm-hmm. But I can be consistent about how I let those encounters affect how I respond how to those respond. encounters. Right, exactly. I. It's up to me if I'm going to let one woman make me hate all women. Yeah. I'm not going to give you that power mm-hmm. because I choose to not give you that power because I'm confident enough in myself to say that's a one off situation. Mm-hmm. That's a person that let me down. That's not what people do. Yeah. Right. That's an opportunity that didn't work out the way I thought it would. That don't mean no opportunities w- would ever work in that environment. You know, oh, I tried to get this job and I didn't get it. I'm never going to apply for another job. Get the fuck out of here. Man. Come on, man. Yeah, you got to Shake that moving. shit off and keep moving. Yeah, you got to keep You know what moving. I mean? This person don't like me. I don't know what I did wrong to him. Fuck him. It don't matter what you did wrong. 
They don't like you. Do you like you? Well, I thought I did until I realized that this and that about me hurt other people. Did it hurt you? Mm-hmm. Do you feel hurt by how you portrayed yourself in that situation? Mm-hmm. No, but I hurt somebody else. Then stay the fuck away from them. Yeah. Stay Sorry. Away. Keep keep your same energy. <laughs> you give it move. to somebody else. Give it to somebody else because they're going to love it. And like Dave said earlier, I was listening to the part earlier, you know, when he was talking about um, Bug and the shoes yeah. with the fence. Yeah. Like, you know, I can... I can bend over and fucking buy the shoes and pay for the fence, but at what point do I say, no, Yeah, you fucked up. You fucked up. You got to learn that lesson. You got to learn that lesson. You have to train children to be disappointed. And she still went to homecoming and still had a good time. Of course. It, it, well, whatever fucking it, shoes she you wore. You didn't have the shoes that you wanted to wear. And if you <laughs> wanted them that bad, go get them for yourself. Yes. This this accountability piece and and... It's not, you know, like y'all kind of said, there is this age gap that's really killing us, man. It's it's killing us. It's crazy. But it's not just them. Mm -mm. It's It's not just them. It's us. It's our parents. I'm entitled because I raised you. I'm entitled because I'm your spouse. I'm entitled because I'm your child. You ain't entitled to shit. Nothing. That I don't want to give you. Mm -hmm. Okay? And, And my parents always said that I... I, I do whatever I do. My mama is a firm believer of you're going to need me before I need you. Right. To all her kids or anybody. Because I ain't you, asking you if, for shit. If you fuck me over, I'm going to leave you alone. I'm pretty sure you're going to come back and need me before I need you because I know how I'm living. Right. I know who I am. I know how I'm supposed to move. You're going to need me. I love the skin. And I live man. by that those rules today. Like, dude, my mama always said it, and I always look at everybody like, dude, you're going to need me before I need you. Because right. at the end of the day, once I leave your presence, you're going to be lurking on my Instagrams and Facebooks and trying to see what I'm doing, and you're going to be like, damn, I'm sorry I didn't messed up that bridge. Yeah, you, I right. know you did. You burnt it. It's over with. Right. And I'm not going back over that boy. You know, so <laughs> last thing, because I know it's getting late. That brings up this video I saw of, of all people, Mike Tyson. What do you do? So he was being interviewed and he was in, or no, he was interviewing or he was, I don't know if he was being interviewed or if he was interviewing this guy, but he was a UFC fighter. And the conversation was about how you react to certain things. So it was one of those little gold cash, short, short clips. It was uh-huh. maybe 60 seconds long. Right. And in the video, the guy, the guy said something like, somebody fucked me over. They done. You know, but Tyson responded, well, that's what the devil wants. Hmm. He was like, so you telling me that if somebody fucked me over, I'm supposed to just let them go? No, I can't do that. Why would I do that? He said, because in order for you to hold that grudge against somebody else, you have to change. Yeah. So he's one because he's made you somebody different, somebody you don't want to be, somebody you don't recognize no more. Dude's like, hmm. Wow. So I'm going to change who I am because of something you did? No. No. I'm going to be me. I don't hate, I don't have to cancel somebody because of something they did because I'm not the cancel type. I don't want nobody canceling me. So why am I going to cancel you because of something you did? If I shut you down, the devil won. Mm. I have literally lost 
who I am as a person of love and of compassion and of understanding, if I give all of that up because of something you did to me, then now you've made me a whole new kind of person. Yeah. You don't get that power from me. No. Sorry. No. Okay, whatever happened, happened. But guess what? I still treat people the same yeah. way. Still, I'm going to still treat you the same. Still no. see you, shake hands, what up? Yeah, right. we good. I, I'm, not, I'm not coming to your house for dinner because I won't feel welcome. No. But I'm not going to sit here and hate you. I'm not going to call you names no. behind your back. I'm not going to out you. I'm because... not going to talk about you to other people. Right. I'm not even going to. I'm not going to say two words about you. Now, if you come up in a conversation. And people ask me why I don't mess with you. Of course, I'm going to tell you a situation where this is where me and you went, me and him went wrong or me and her went wrong. But after that, it's like, but I still see him in the streets and I still. If I tell you. But if I tell you that information. Because guess what? I don't necessarily want them to paint another picture of you either because that's not who I am. Yeah, I don't want you to say. I'm not gonna be that friend, that boy, that dude's friend, or that girl's friend because you're not that girl's right. dude friend. Y'all because that's be how friends. people are. Be great friends. I don't right. care. I want y'all to. I want everybody to be friends. Just know that when it comes down to me bending over backwards for the people that I love or the people that I care about, that person might not be the one that I do that for. Right. Because of the situation that they put me in. So, right. but at the end of the day, if I see you on the streets and and you said what up, what up. Or maybe it, it could be, maybe you might have need something. I still might give it to you. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I can't have you in my circle because I know what type of person you are. Right. So, therefore, I got to feed you with a long spoon. Like, huh, But, but think about go. how the domino effect works. Mm-hmm. You wrong me, right? And I now decide to change who I am and cut you off. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's a relationship that you've lost. That's a relationship that I've lost. That's a new energy that I've created in myself for that person. Now, I'm going to take that negative energy to a a mutual friend of ours and say, guess what so-and-so did? What? Mm -hmm. For real? Yep. Man, don't fuck with him no more. No. Okay. So now that person sees you the same way I did. You ain't done nothing to them. Ain't did two words. Ain't even talked to him. Nope. You ain't got a clue. You go call him up and say, hey, guess what? Don't call me. I ain't fucking with you right now. What happened? Click. Mm. Damn, I was just calling to tell you about a big misunderstanding between me and Art, but I can't even hope what what I do to you. Right. So you got, you valued another friendship more than you valued ours just because that person said that I did something that you don't even know the both sides of the story. Right. Or the real story. He don't even know the story. Right. Right. But now guess what? That person hates me and you. Mm-hmm. And they're going to take it to somebody else. And now they, who probably don't even know you, don't like you. And they, who I was probably cool with at one point, won't talk to me. And it just manifests. And, the, and, and that's how that, that's that. It turns into something real ugly. If right. it, it can turn into something real ugly at the end of the Dude, day. Dude, I've, I've experienced personally how one person's interpretation of a story completely destroys a family dynamic Mm. in my own personal life. Wow. In my own personal life, people who I have spent my entire life with my entire life with from birth Mm. into this incident that all of a sudden I ain't talked to now in four or five, six, eight years. Yeah. And a part of me used to say, fuck it. I don't care. 
And that part of me still says it because I'm a Virgo, like probably. You know, it is. I didn't. I didn't adapt it to your absence. No, Man. it's not that big. But I would never see that person in the middle of the street with their car broken down and keep riding. No, ever. Because I'm still going to be who I am ever. because that's who I am. Yeah. So no matter what somebody subject me to, no matter what somebody thinks about the moves that I'm making, when they come to me and say, "Hey, I got a situation you might be able to help me out with," let me hear it. Now, back when shit was cool, I might have charged you a hundred bucks, but I'm going to charge you four now yeah. because you didn't take advantage oh. of the situation that was there for you at the time. Yeah. You didn't You didn't give me the support I needed when I needed it. I'm going to give you the help you need, Yeah. but I, could I do it differently? Probably. Yeah. But you don't deserve that no more. No. And that's not that. my fault. But you still deserve the help, though. But you still deserve the help. Yeah. Now, am I wrong for not giving you the same rate as somebody that's been there since day one? No. If that's how you feel, then find somebody else to get that help from. Yeah. And when you come back because they can't help you, I'm going to still do it. Yeah. And as long as you come back fast enough, I'm going to still do it for 400 400 You right. wait too long, it might be six. It might be six now. It ain't 100 no more. <laughs> it ain't going to never be 100 again. Because you go learn today. Yeah. You yeah. go learn that yeah. fucking up on the strength of some bullshit yeah. is costly. And it's it, going it might to only be you. that 400 for the first time. And, right. then, and then, then I might give you 900 after that. Like, right. All right. But you charged me 400 the first time. That's because, because you was on that bullshit. That was a lesson. Man. That was a lesson. <laughs> right. And you might humble yourself in doing it. Like, damn, I really don't want to have to do that, but I know you go get it done. So here. Yeah. And then we, you know, because once we start that process, I'm going to be like, you, you, you do realize what you did and how that kind of fucked up our situation, yeah. how far along, how I w you wouldn't even need my help right now if you had done what I asked you to do back then. Mm -hmm. If you had believed back then like you believe now. You paying me now because you believe. I told you the same shit two years ago. Yeah. But now you believe? Mm -hmm. yeah, if you humble enough to say, you know what, I fucked up. You're right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, you know, and this isn't a pride thing. This is you recognizing how your actions affected your relationship. Yes, exactly. And if you can get to that point, I'll give you your $300 back before we leave. Mm-hmm. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. Here you go, that $300. I ain't even need it. I just wanted right. to see what you was going to do. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> to me, that's how people learn. Yeah. They learn by suffering. Yeah. And if you don't, if you make bad decisions and there's never any consequences for it, then you're just going to keep making keep bad decisions. Making bad decisions. Because exactly. there's no consequences for mm -hmm. it. You fuck with me, there's going to be a... Con I ain't canceling nobody. No. Nobody. There are people that have literally tried to harm me that could call me right now and ask for my help. Exactly. To some extent, they'll get it. Not to the same extent you will. Yeah. But to some extent, they'll get it. Because there's still people. You know what I mean? And I am not that hard... I am not that <laughs> difficult of a person to apologize to or to acknowledge or right. to sit down and have a conversation. A conversation. The conversation is the biggest part. Right. Let's let's talk about let's what talk. happened. You let's know what let's I mean? just talk. But some people don't like to be humbled in that way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that talking and having a conversation with basically your your demons that right. you have inside you is very very hard. It's so much easier to just cut you off because it's like, dude, I really uh, if 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 I dislike a person and they want to have a conversation with me, it's gonna be super duper hard for me to sit down and look at that person in the face and have a conversation with them because right. I really really dislike this person. Right, I cannot stand to 
stare at this person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I mean, I probably would be talking to you and not looking at you. Like, right. I fucking hate you, dude. Right. I don't like you. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But if 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 I was genuinely if I genuinely sat there and had a conversation with you, uh, we probably can resolve all issues. Anything. And you know, I think for me, unlike a lot of people, I'm ex I'm I'm super, super Super confrontational. Mm -hmm. I'll sit down with anybody and say, you pissed me off. Mm. Explain why. Or or when they come to me and say, you pissed me off, explain why. I will look them dead in the eye and give them a, an explanation. Because I know my, I don't intentionally harm people. And I know people mistakenly harm others. So maybe you did it unintentionally. Tell me why you did what you did. Help me understand. And if I'm reading it wrong, cool. Let's get that shit out the way so we can go on with our day. Yeah. But to say, I'm not even going to confront you because I don't want to face what happened. You just letting shit fester, man. And mm -hmm. over time, it just becomes almost people say, oh, that's old news. Let it die. No, you can't do that. You can't you can't create a wound that you never attempt to heal. And expect me to be the same person the next time we come around just mm -hmm. because enough time has passed. Just because it ain't bleeding no more. Just because there's no scab over it. I mean, because there's a scab over it and there's no seepage and there's no hurt anymore because mm -hmm. my body is now, you know, fixed that, that wound. Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to just say, oh, yeah, ignore the big gash through the middle of my chest when you try to chop my fucking heart out. I live, so let's No. No, because that shit can happen right again. In right. Right. Same spot. Right. So I'm not going to entrust you with that unless you're man enough or woman enough or humble enough to come to me and say, I know what I did. I didn't necessarily mean to do it. I did it under false pretenses. I didn't understand. I was immature. I was misguided. I was misinformed. Whatever the situation is, I'm sorry are the two most powerful words in the in the English language, yes. in my opinion. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I I I messed up. And and a lot of people just don't want to say those words like I, right. I'm sorry, I messed up. I was in a bad space. I just didn't know what to do, so I did this. Right. Just tell me that. Okay. And I will be just perfectly fine with you. I'll be like, "Dude, it gets that way sometimes, but to avoid me all this time, do something bad and then avoid me after it. It's like to 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 avoid having to acknowledge what that, you did wrong. That that hurts my feelings because it's like, dude, we had such a great friendship, or it was just a, such a great time, and then all of a sudden you just did something, made a mistake, right? Made a bad decision, and then just chose to just cut me off, or not even cut me off, but just say fuck me, basically. And I'm right. like. Damn, really? Why are you just gonna say fuck me like that? Like I ain't did shit to you. We've been hanging together every day. Like, right. dude. And let's assume hell? I was the person. Let's switch roles because yeah, I'm or, not or if I was that guy. If I did something to you and I harmed you, nine times out of ten, it was if it was intentional, I would have made it black and white. Yeah. If I intentionally harmed you and you're holding the grudge against me for that, then it's on me yeah. to look inward and say, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. I don't intentionally harm anybody. Yeah. It ain't anybody. intentional. Unless it, you did something and I try to run you over with my car. Yeah. Okay, now I'm trying to harm you. And nine times out of ten, if I wanted you to die, I'm probably never going to forgive you or never going to apologize. Right. But even that, even at that, at that point, I am blocking my growth. Right. 
I have to accept that for what it is. I have to accept that shortcoming for what it is. And I have to acknowledge that there's a part of me that won't acknowledge my own fault. Mm -hmm. So I try my best not to get to that point with anybody. Yeah, I had a I had a situation with one of my cousins. I, they my cousins, but they my friends, but I call them my cousins because we that close. Right. And Support. they were having a problem with their sister, one of their siblings. Mm -hmm. And they were, I'm cool with the sister, I'm cool with him. You know what I'm saying? So I see the sister, I see him. And mm -hmm. he telling me something about the sister, I'm telling, and she telling me something about the brother. And I'm like, y'all got to figure this shit out because I right. talk to both of y'all. You know right. what I'm saying? And and at this present moment, it really ain't a, really an issue that I see. It's just the communication. Y'all not talking to each other. Right. So I took it upon myself, which I apologize for at the end, was to tell the sister what the brother said. Like, because she was like, I don't understand why my brother is doing this and why my brother is doing that. And I'm like, well, he told me that such and such and such and such did this. So that's why he don't fuck with such and such. And da da da, da. And so she got real emotional about it and, and, and went back and told her mama what I said to her. And then her mama went back and told her brother what was said. And then it got to, that I said it. And then now the brother don't want to fuck with me. Like, oh, why would you go out? Why would you go and say that? So I had to go to his, the brother. Like, listen, I'm sorry. I thought I was fixing something. Right. <laughs> I thought I was. I didn't think it was like really, really a big deal because it wasn't a big issue. It was just like y'all weren't communicating with each other. And right. she was trying to communicate with you. You weren't communicating with her. And she was trying to figure it out. So. I knew a little information. I gave that information out to her, and I didn't know she was going to go and make a big situation out of it after I told her that information, but she did. Right. So, but at the end of the day, y'all relationship is better, though. Right. After all that got out, it was a better situation. I, now I see you around your sister, right. which y'all wasn't messing with each other at first. Right. You know what I'm saying? So me telling her this information and y'all getting that out, of, out there actually mended something. But at the end of the day, you kind of was like, I ain't fucking with you no more, Boots, because you told. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That was a conversation me and you had. Right. And I had to come and apologize to that guy. Like, you know what? I'm sorry. I messed up. I, yeah. I messed up. I should if that was I didn't know it was classified information for one. <laughs> I thought I thought you was just talking to me and just right. venting. But I you didn't saw know an you, avenue. You saw a way to try to make amends. I, I, I love both of y'all, bro. Y'all both my y'all both my friends, but I call y'all my cousins. You know what I'm saying? So right. therefore, we all grew up together, nigga. I don't want to see y'all beefing. Right. So I'm trying to mend it. Like, listen, y'all got to fix that. You know what I'm saying? This is what he's saying. This is what she's saying. Right. You know what I'm saying? Fix it. And you know that, what I'm humble, that humility piece sometimes it allows you to accept the fact that you're not big enough to fix the problem on your own. No. You know what? Because he got pissed because he felt like this was my problem to fix. I didn't need your input. I didn't need you to do that. I didn't. He probably didn't even want to fix it. Right. You know what I'm saying? He probably wanted to stay how it was. Like fuck her. You know what I'm saying? Right. But at the end of the day, I didn't want to see it like that. Right. I wanted to see it like. And she apparently didn't either. She wanted. She wanted to fix it. She was right. trying That's to what reach I'm out. She didn't want to see it the way he saw it. She wanted to see. She it She wanted way to you fix it. it. She like, dude, I love my little brother. I don't want to see him. I don't even know what's his problem. I've been trying to reach out to him forever, and he just keep dogging me. And I was like, well, this is what he said to me. Right. <laughs> and she was like, oh shit.
I, I didn't no even idea. know he felt right. like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and then it went to her going to her mama and crying about it to the point where it got into a family situation. And right. it was like, because that's a mama's Damn. job. Boosting caused all this confusion. And I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. Right. And he accepted my apology, and we cool to this day. It's just like, right. he was like, dude, I just, I, I ain't feel like you needed to say anything. Right. And I was like, uh, well, I felt like I needed to. Right. And I meant, I fixed something. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and that, that takes me to the last point that I'm going to make, because like I said, it's getting late. I think I said that a few minutes ago. <laughs> that takes me to the last point I'm going to make. You know, we have a very long history of saying life is too short. Life yeah. is too short for these yeah. kind of issues. But it's not. And I think I've said this once before. Life is not short. It's not. It's, a it's long not short at all. It's a marathon, dude. And it you... is a marathon. <laughs> Some things just don't happen tomorrow. No. This business is not going to be what I want it to be in a year. No. When I came to realize that, I, I started pacing myself. Yeah. Because in the beginning, I'm like, get it, get it, get it. Throw it, go, go, and go, we go, were, go, we go, was go. at some shit. And I was right. like, damn, Arthur moving like a fucking fox on, I don't even know what the fucking hell you was crack, doing. Right, But I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm glad I did it when I'm I did it. I'm glad you did too, though. Especially with the way some of the shit is going out here with equipment yeah. and just materials and availability. And that building would have been lost. Certain things. But I do not believe that I'm capable of doing anything unless it's intended to be done. Yeah. If it ain't supposed to happen, I'll never find a way to make it happen. Mm-hmm. But if I go to the, go through the process of making something happen, it was meant to be. Otherwise, it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. But I got it. But when I came to realize through the the lesson through that was, you still got a long way to go, yeah. and at this pace, you'll never get there. Slow your Slow ass down. down. Slow down and and and, and pace let it, it out. Let it be. Let it become yeah. what you're trying to make it. So I started pacing myself and things are just kind of it's, it's almost like things are sliding into place instead yeah. of falling into yeah. place. Yeah. There's not that bounce like, ooh, that hurt. But it's there. It's more like, oh, that was pretty smooth. Let me get another piece. Right. You know what I mean? And you start to really enjoy watching this thing build because you're not forcing it. Yeah. And there's a lot that I need this to become yeah. much sooner than later. But I've come to accept that. It's not a sprint. It's yeah. a marathon. Just like life. Life yeah. is long. Life is not short. Long as hell. If you if you're lucky, it's long. Yeah. But even even for the young, you know, a year as a child is a hell of a lot longer than it is as an adult. Oh my God. So you gotta pace yourself. Dude. You gotta identify yourself. You gotta know yourself. It was like when soon as I say soon as high school ended. The years just flew by. Like 20 years happened fast. Right. And I was like, damn, it took me a long time to get to 18, but it took me, seemed like two seconds to get to uh, 40. (laughs) Dude, I can still remember going to Ponderosa after my graduation. Mm. And then I can remember going to Ponderosa after Darrell's graduation. Mm. And Darrell's dead. Gone. And gone. After four kids, I can remember so many elements of my childhood like it was yesterday. But don't ask me where I went on vacation in 2004. No. <laughs> I don't even remember what fucking year that was. No, don't even remember those years. I can't tell you nothing about them. The whole years. 2000s, once 2000 hit, it was like them bitches just flew. 
That was it. It was like, damn. It was like 99, 2000. 2011. Then all of a sudden, it was like 2010. Then all of a sudden, it was 2020. Then it was, and now it's 21 and about to be 22. And you like, dude, what the fuck? We were just talking about Y2K. What is going on? Right. I remember when we was trying to party like it's 1990. I remember when that song was like the thing because it was actually 1999. Right. But I can remember hearing that song for the first time in like 89. You know what I mean? And you like. And it's like, damn, it's actually 1999. And the crazy thing is, that was almost 13 years ago. Yeah. But the world moves so rapid nowadays than it used to move. You know what I'm saying? Like, before the internet and before all these th- this this technology happened, right? It just was it was moving super duper slow. Like, right? Only thing we knew was what we watched and what we kind of subjected ourselves to. Right. But then all of a sudden, now we now we we see everything firsthand. Like I can go on the internet right now and find out something, right? And be like, damn, I didn't even know that. You know what's crazy when I think about what what kind of brings it all home for me? By the time my mother was my age right now, Robert was 10. Mm. Wow. 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 Robert was 10. Mm. Kennedy's 10. Mm. I'm I'm my own fucking parent. You know what uh, I mean? You're, I'm, you're, you're, you start seeing it. And you're then, like, damn, I'm the age my mama was when I was little. Right. If I was 10, I was 13. When my mother was my age right now. Wow. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So when you think about it in that context. That's a, that's a lot, dude. And then I look at the fact that my mother is still here. That's a blessing. It's total. My mother is here long enough to see me in her place. And, and as a grown-up. When You know what I mean? Yeah, she can, don't get she to can look back and say, I remember when I was with where I was where he's at. Mm-hmm. And I can look to her and say, Ma, what's coming next? Mm-hmm. I'm going to enjoy that shit for as long as I can. Yeah, I, I could care less what everybody else expect me to be. Dude, I could I care less it. what everybody else is doing. I don't care. I'd be like, dude, I'm straight. I'm, I'm living on my own high. I ain't going to let nobody take away my high. You're not about to subject me to your problems. I mean, I can help you any way I can, but I don't want to be... I'm just going to live on my high, dude. Right. And if you cancel me, cancel me. Cancel me, please. <laughs> That's one less headache I got to worry about. cancel But me. guess what? I ain't going to be mad at you. I ain't going to be mad at you, dude. And that's what it you. is. A lot of... Well, when, you, when you're when you a superstar, of course, canceling is a big thing because oh, once man, you... Bread and butter. It, and, it's yeah. everything that you are. You know what I'm saying? So they're canceling you. Now you're feeling attacked. But when you're when you're just a regular person and you got people canceling you, oh, well, dude, bye. Right. <laughs> right. I right. You ain't taking no food off my plate. You did not stop no show. One monkey do not stop a show, dude. Right. But, you know, like you said, those celebrities and those... High end figures, man. Yeah, they they, they, put, they, they hit, put their they put their life into creating that yeah. image, creating the creating image, that and helping character. people. And you don't, right. and a lot of those people, you don't even see them helping the people that they help. Right, you know what I'm saying? You don't even see Dave Chappelle put himself out there to tell you about some of the people that he'd helped, right, and how it affected him, right. And y'all chose to take that story that he told and change and it, and, him for and, it and tell him that he's being insensitive to a community. Right. 
No, I'm he not. He has all the right in the world to be mad. Man, I would have been sorry. That's my friend. Dude. Right. <laughs> right. I know what that person went through. I know what I you know why they through. killed themselves. Right. The reason why. And the reason why is because of this. So fuck y'all. She left a note. I don't care about none of y'all because y'all did this to my friend. You right. know what I'm saying? I could care less. Right. It's not about your gender. It's not about how you do it. You can bake it whatever you want to make it. Whatever you want to make it. But you dude, self-serving bastards. Fuck that, dude. <laughs> right. My friend, who was one of y'all, it's killed themselves because of y'all. Not because of me. Not because of me. Because I, I reached out and helped that person even though. You know what I'm saying? It, it's just. And, and at the end of the day, if there's any takeaway from this message, this conversation, it's that most people who are canceling others is avoiding something in themselves. Oh, exactly. There's something that, about you that yeah. you don't like. Yeah. And you're trying to make others not like certain about me. Yeah. So you're not alone. So you ain't alone. I don't care how you feel about me. If you are vocally, outwardly attacking somebody else, there's something wrong with you. And you know exactly what that is. Mm -hmm. And when you are ready to face whatever that is, you can probably start to truly heal. Yes. But if you're going to try to attack me in the meantime, good luck. Because you luck. ain't doing no damage over here. And shout out to Dave Chappelle for feeling that way. Because I love him for that. Yeah. I love him for that, man. <laughs> Dave Chappelle can give two fucks about what somebody he else thinks about He care less, him. dude. And I love it, though. And, right. and it ain't even about, because a lot of people feel the same way. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, about that community, but not be the way Dave Chappelle feel about it. But like, right. just be like, man, fuck them. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, they genuinely hate. They genuinely hate those people. Right. And that that's them. That's on them. But right. you know what I'm saying? But it, it you can't. Now, it's just a terrible situation when it comes down to you not being yourself right. and, and loving yourself and being yourself. And stop trying to think about what other people think about you exactly. and how they're going to feel about you. You know what I'm saying? That shit. Man, Dave said it. He said, you know, people asking him why he ain't standing up in certain ways and why he ain't doing this and why he ain't doing that. He was like, y'all forgot. I didn't walk. I left $50 million on 50 the table. Million. That was my standing up for the cause, mm -hmm. for your cause, for your rights. Me saying... I'm not going to subject myself to what you want me to have. I don't care how much money you got on mm -hmm. the table. And if that ain't something to look up to, then I, find I, another comedian, motherfucker. It, I'm done. It's the reason why he's loved today. Right. Because he walked away from that like that. 50 million. And went missing for years. Like, dude, nobody knew what Dave Chappelle was into. He was in Africa. He just bounced. Like, I'm out. Right. <laughs> I'm gone. It's over with. Nope. I'm straight. Right. And that goes, and, and he kind of started a trend because a lot of people didn't did it since. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Where they just was like, "I'm not taking that." Right. Even in even even in basketball, you got these people who turning down these big old deals and taking smaller deals. And I'm I tell people like, "Dude, everybody like he fumbled the bag." Do you know what that bag came with? Right. That bag might have came with some bullshit that he didn't want to subject himself to. So he said, "I'll take the lesser bag and have my peace of mind." Man, LeBron changed the game. Yeah. He made motherfuckers wait. He turned down money. He encouraged other to, others to do it. Yeah. If you know what you're worth, 
You can't let somebody else tell you yeah. what it is. Get everybody else a bag. Fuck me. Don't don't I, don't worry about me. I'm gonna get a bag. Don't worry about me. You get right. the bag. Get right. the bag. Get your bag. I'll take the lesser bag. Right. And we gonna win some championships. We are gonna do this. We are gonna do that. And then at the end of the day, I'll come out on top at the end. It's cool. Right. That's it. That's it. <laughs> make it about you. Sometimes you get like like Moni said. Sometimes you got to be selfish and selfish. Got to be a bad selfish, word. dude. It's not a bad word. But it's you a thing. You can't take away from other people in the process. Mm-hmm. There's enough to go around out here, man. Love you. Yes, Love sir. you first because everybody else can't do it for you. And sometimes that means sacrificing some shit that you know, you didn't necessarily want to give up, but if mm-hmm. it was meant to come back, if it was meant to be yours, you'll make amends. Yes, sir. And in the meantime, you'll sleep a hell of a lot better. I hope you all understand the message in this this episode. I appreciate. I think it's, I think it was Corbin uh, for for posing that question. Get a shout out for raising the issue, <laughs> and hopefully, my listener will come on on another episode and we could talk about something different. But when it's all said and done, can't nobody cancel you as long as you don't cancel yourself. Mm-hmm. This is AG's Convos, and we out. AG's Convos, we gon' show you how the world goes. AG's Convos, we gon' show you how the world goes.